David. Yes, Michelle. So, interesting one. Everyone seems to think, you know, how like there's there's always been like cities that were hotbeds for spying. Yes, there was Beirut. Yeah, Berlin. There was Berlin. Berlin was huge. Yes. London and Moscow. You had Moscow rules and London yeah. rules. Well, now everyone's saying it's Dubai. Of course. Why? Of course. All right. Now, <laughs> think about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Explain why. I know. Right. Berlin mm. uh, was literally where the West met the Soviet East, yep. right? So that's going to be a point of contact, yep. a, a real point of friction, and a lot of attention is going to be paid to it. So Berlin makes perfect sense. London, central hub of you know the European Western mm. intelligence sort yep. of stuff going on in Europe. Moscow, the centre of the Eastern Bloc's intelligence services, all that sort of thing. So they're likely Washington to a lesser extent because it's across yep. the Atlantic. Dubai is a really, really good one. One, because it's a hub, right? It is. Everyone goes through it. They do. Right. It's good proximity to like Russia and China and America. Iran, Saudi Arabia, yep. all these different ones. But here's a little known fact that people don't know about Dubai. What? The CIA don't spy on them. No, they know. do not look at Dubai. They do not. They let Dubai do what it wants, which is a really weird thing to sort of happen. It's like for me, I was reading somewhere the NSA do look. Yeah, right. They keep they, they keep an eye on them. More they they don't actively penetrate, but they don't run human assets. And that's where the real rubber hits the road when it comes to intelligence is the human asset sort of side of it. Now, this was the point that I saw. Mm. You know, they spy on the, the Saudis. Yeah. Um, and funnily enough, every time they catch somebody spying on them, they call in the CIA station chief because he's always a declared officer. They call him in yep. and they go, we'd like you to remove that guy now. Now, just put him on a plane right now and we won't talk about this anymore. The reason they wouldn't be mucking around with the UAE is simply put, it's Berlin. So right. they don't want to upset the apple cart when they're playing in that apple cart, I think more than anything else, particularly when they're trying to work against Iran, they've got access to Iraq, there's all of these, and also Qatar. Qatar's become mm, a pro- Problematic? Re- well, it's there was the whole thing that, you know, the Trumps and the Saudis went and had the embargo against it, mm. and the UAE was your way through to get yep. there. And the UAE, they wanted the UAE's support in that embargo. Now, I don't know what the deal was with the Qatar embargo. Yep. Um, I just think it was the Saudis being Saudis because it's a little, it's like a little carbuncle on the side of the Saudi peninsula. Yeah, and what's interesting is like a few years ago, Reuters had done this expose about how ex-NSA operatives were spying for the UAE, and a lot of them were spying mm. on Americans. Mm. They were spying on and hacking governments, human rights activists and American citizens. Well, there's also a story about one of the emirs over there who was caught using Israeli-built Pegasus software to keep an eye on his wife, to bug his wife's phone. Right. So, I mean, it's become a hotbed of spies because of the amount of activity going on in the Middle East. And also... The UAE have become a lot more proactive in their involvement in intelligence. Yes. And like they've, they've been helping with Libya. They've been working in Syria. They've been working right across the sort of theatre of engagement over there. And I think in a sense that's why it's becoming more of a hotbed of spies. But basically 
everyone flies through they there. do and money talks over there oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. if you have lots of money people don't really pay a lot of attention because unlike their neighbors they're not as strict with the quran rules exactly as, as right. most of them are. and look that's another thing that's that's coming up and we'll be talking about it in a in the next bite-sized mm. episode uh, but essentially you know the money talks and a lot of people are now sort of refocusing their ability to get their hands on that money yeah so when it comes to dubai and the UAE, it's in the right spot at the moment. I mean, the Taliban, the the well, the former Afghani government, were using it as their government in exile. Yeah. Boom. I'm going to put a spy in there to watch them. The Taliban were using it when they were doing their government in exile. So, again, there's all of these opportunities for you to get inroads on targeted countries, targeted organisations, because they're all working through there. So, if it's a hotbed of spies, do you think the spies just all hang out with each other? Well, that's the interesting thing about hotbed mm. of spies is, and there is a sort, there's a weird honour amongst spies, mm. right? I always found it interesting when I was working in Canberra, a guy I did theatre with, right? Canberra is a little hotbed of spies because all of our <laughs> of diplomatic missions are up there. Makes sense. Right? So, but here's the thing worked in the theatre with this guy, he mm. was great. You know, it was amateur theatre, but he was a great actor, really good fun. And if there was a party, he was the guy on yep. the dance floor going freaking berserk. Yep. And then the day came along where across my desk comes the list of British declared intelligence officers. Yeah. He's one of them. And you're like, what? And I was like, oh, oh, ooh, could this be a problem? And did you do you think he knew? About you? Probably because I used to tell people. <laughs> oh, my God. But I think – no, yeah, I used to do it and everyone just laughed. I'd tell you, oh, where do you work? I work for ASIO. Hey, you shut up. Don't be stupid. And it was like – for me, it was the perfect cover because yeah. no one would believe no it. No one would believe it. But what was really interesting was I can remember going into a rehearsal a couple of weeks after – and we were doing Amadeus, funnily enough. Yeah. He was playing Salieri. And going into a rehearsal with this thing and I just suddenly started watching him a little differently. And then he sort of he sat there and he sort of turned and looked at me and I'm looking at him. I'd already done my contact report saying, look, I didn't realise but this guy yeah. is, you know, he's yeah. British intelligence and he's declared. And the great, you know, the thing you always get from internal security was, ah, oh, well, on the same side, don't worry too much, but don't say anything. Well, the funny thing was we were sitting there and he just sat down and he went, you're looking at me differently. No, actually, you're looking at me differently. And I went, uh, 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 yeah. And he went, you've read something, haven't you? And I went, um, and he went, it's okay, we're on the same side. And it, it was like, I, I, the great thing was, I sort of, you know, we got drunk one night and I sort of said, so how did you know? And he went, you told me. And I went, yeah, but no one believes it. And he went, yeah, but no one makes that claim unless they really are. Yeah. So it's, it's not something you do regularly. So, uh, yeah, I checked it and sure enough, you were one of them. And I was like, and he went, no, I'm not going to tell you. And it wasn't until I found out. But, you know, you do. You will you kind that of was, form that camaraderie. You do form a camaraderie. I mean, you watch good spy films and there's always that stuff. I mean, Red. Again, if you've got time, watch Red, Red again. Red is great. I great. really like it. But, you know, the relationship between Helen Mirren yeah. and the Russian character yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. But that sort of thing will happen, particularly Honey Traps, because yeah. sometimes you do fall in love with a target. It happened to me all the time. Every time I was on a honey trap, I kept falling in love. And they kept saying, why is this weird man following me? Why is this? What is going on? David. It's terrible. It's, it was a one-night stand. So it scary. wasn't for me. <laughs> oh, God, stop. Yeah, I was a terrible boyfriend. The worst boyfriend you could ever have. And so, the worst spying. I uh, never got caught. Mainly because no one believed me. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so, look, bottom line is, yeah, if you're going through Dubai, uh, there's a really good chance you're going to bump into a spy. Yeah. yeah. So, if you're on holidays or about to go on holidays, well, 
keep an eye out for someone in Dubai. And if you're not on holidays but you intend to, don't go through Dubai. They're watching you. Yeah.